Hello, and welcome to Unfinished and Unashamed. I'm Quilisha Alexandria, and today we're discussing domestic violence. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so I'm here in this space to tell my story. The story of a child whose world in the second grade was turned upside down by domestic violence. It is my hope that I inspire someone listening to seek help if you are or have experienced domestic abuse. I had to seek help, and I'm not ashamed. And if I'm being honest, I could still benefit from therapy as a result. Before I continue, let me say this. My mom's abuser never hit me or my siblings that I'm aware of. Our abuse came in the form of watching my mother be verbally and physically abused. I have forgiven the abuser, and in no way am I telling my story to bash and or place blame. Actually, I often wondered what happened in his life to make him think that it was okay to verbally, physically, and spiritually abuse a woman and her children. He was my mother's boyfriend. Our entire family had been through trauma the year before they met. I was in and out of the hospital for months. My mother had lost an older brother and her mother five months apart. My aunt, who would be my savior in the situation, had had a heart attack. And to end the year, in December, my brother and sister were burned in a house fire. Prior to the fire, my mom was raising us in a home with their father. As far as I can remember, we lived a pretty normal life. A mom, dad, and three kids. All of that changed after the house fire. My mom, at around the age of 22, had the responsibility of leaving one child behind with family while she cared for the other two children who were being treated for burns at Shriners Hospital. When she with my siblings returned home, she had broken up with their father. She didn't met this man. He was younger than her, and he was from our small town. He moved in with us. I'm not sure exactly when the abuse started, but I believe immediately, because before the second grade was over, I was living in the home with my aunt and uncle. I had always been a very vocal child, and that angered him. Even though I was in the home with my aunt and uncle, I saw my mom daily because of my family's close relationship. The abuse went on for years, and sometimes abuse doesn't always look as expected. I never saw my mother with black or blue eyes. He would hit my mother and scratch her from the neck or shoulder down where her bruises could be covered. I remember one day seeing my mother and seeing scratches all over her neck. This visual is still etched in my mind. They didn't break up until I was in high school after he literally tried to kill her twice. One of the incidents resulted in him putting a gun in my mother's mouth and pulling the trigger of a revolver that didn't go off. My mother later told me she heard the gun click. Another time was when he threatened to throw gasoline on my mother. My brother, who was getting older then, told him he would kill him. My mother knew she had to leave because she could now see the effects. During this time, I mainly stayed with my aunt and uncle, but I also had my godmother who was there for me, and I would stay with my mom's younger sister who had girls my age. 
My life was this way until around the 11th grade. Staying with family, I felt at least I had some relief from the situation. My brother and sister did not. To this day, my sister blames me for not being there to protect them as their older sister. Sometimes I wish I had stayed and tried to protect them. My mom finally left when I was in the ninth or 10th grade. He went to jail and she had the courage to leave. When he was let out, he tried for a while to reconcile. Thank God she didn't. I moved back home with my mother during my 11th grade year. The effects still lingered from the abuse. They didn't really surface until years later when things calmed down and we were no longer in survival mode. I left home completely not too long after graduation. Leaving home, I could see that my siblings and myself had a break in our relationship that still remains today. Today, we are still trying to put our lives back together. I share bits of my story to say domestic violence has lasting effects. No one wins when there is domestic abuse. If you are a teenager or an adult experiencing domestic violence, domestic violence you must make a plan to leave. Teens, please get a trusted adult involved. Adults experiencing this situation Please seek help and leave. The lasting effects are detrimental to your health, your life. We all hear stories of abuse and the abuser killing the other person physically. Even if you're not killed physically, every day you remain, you are killed emotionally and spiritually. If you have children, you must leave for them, for you. My mom didn't initially understand the damage either. I remember my mother saying this before she understood. She said, he didn't hit y'all. She didn't understand the lasting issues and wounds that would need to be healed. It's not worth it. Get help if I'm talking to you. There's no need to be ashamed. Remember this podcast when you start to feel ashamed. You can start over. I promise you, you can. Yes, we were ashamed at first. After you heal, your shame becomes your testimony. To end, I will say this. I don't know the story from my mom's, neither her abuser's perspective. My mom and I have had many conversations concerning this matter. Maybe one day she will tell her own story. What I have shared is a snippet of our experience through my lens. Please visit me at Quilicia Alexandria on Facebook for further discussion and resources. If you need a way out, you have an ally in me. Wear purple this month to bring awareness to domestic violence. Until next time, good people.